0: What is going on, OTC listeners? Another episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 Podcast. is in your life today. And we are back with another day. It's been a very interesting weekend with all the sun is ablazing and all the stars are shining and all that other good bullshit that comes to us with another day of isolation. And here I am thinking to myself, God damn it, like when is everything going to get back to normal? And apparently so. Apparently so, we're going to get it in June because once again, it's been extended, but, but, it's okay, it's okay, I'm trying to keep positive for you, I'm trying to keep positive for everybody, I'm just doing my thing, you know, show them what you're working with, shake your ass, watch yourself, okay, I'll stop. (laughs) Uh, That's neither here nor there. Today on this episode of the podcast, we are going to do a two-for-one special. A little bit of a two-for-one special. I just finished seeing Stargirl on the DC Universe streaming service, and I have to admit, it it was pretty decent. Even though it was a pilot episode, I I actually liked it. I really, really did. It, It gives me a chance to look forward to someone or to something new, especially to a character that I really don't know much about, at least not to my knowledge. But at the same time, it's always good to have new content. It's always good to have something new to look forward to and see where it goes. And the second thing we're going to talk about is the Snyder Cut. (laughs) Yeah, I know. The Snyder Cut. Is it going to get released? When is it coming? Is it really upon us? Is this a hoax? Or is this something that we can look forward to where we know full well that for two and a half years that we've been waiting for for a very, very long time is finally coming on the HBO Max. I have my theories on that. I really do. All that plus our superhero quote of the week, as always, like we always do about this time. Let's get our shout-outs out of the week, shall we? First shout-out goes to the young actor that unfortunately lost his life over the weekend. If you are a fan of The Flash on the CW streaming service, the young actor that played the young Barry Allen. His name is Logan Williams. Apparently, he died from a... He died from an opioid overdose, which fucking sucks and is devastating, I'm sure, to his family. I'm sure it's devastating to the people that he knows, the people that he's close to. It always sucks to hear that more and more people, aside from this COVID-19 thing, that more young people are losing their lives over something, whether it's drug overdosing or illnesses or whichever the case. And it really sucks. Like, we're losing our good stars. A lot of good time actors, a lot of good, decent people. The wrong people are fucking dying here, man. That's, that's my opinion. The wrong people are fucking dying. There are people out there that are protesting that wants to make the situation as much worse than what it is right now. And yet the good ones are getting taken away from us. That's some bullshit. But once again, shout out to Logan Williams. May he rest in eternal power. Shout out to him. Shout out to his family. Sorry for your loss. I'm sure he will be missed. But now we got the shout-outs out of the way. Let's start out with Stargirl. Very interesting show to say the least because it definitely foretells an interesting story about a young girl that finds a staff, a cosmic staff, and is basically a superhero. That's pretty much what it is. The pilot episode obviously is, you know being an hour episode long it does take a while for things to get rolling but at the same time that's what pilot episodes are normally known for it's very interesting because you tend to have the same cliches when it comes to certain characters especially the ones that are flawed and it's the same cliches that we've been seeing over and over you see a character they resent their new dad the new dad tries to bond with the daughter even though she wants nothing to do with him she transfers to a new school she tries to protect The ones that are bullied from other bullies And then an epic superhero moment comes And then we intend to enjoy it Yada yada So like I said It's a very usual thing Where we see characters Especially when it comes to a coming of age story Or at least a story that We don't really know too much about But we can still get behind nonetheless It's a young girl That finds a staff And basically becomes a superhero Star girl Now, I don't want to give too much away considering the fact that if you are very interested in watching the show, you can check it out right now. Obviously, on the DC Universe streaming service, I'm sure you'll have tons and tons of fun with it. From the very beginning of the get-go, the special effects were pretty decent. What fascinates me the most about the show is if you've been a fan and if you have watched Justice League Unlimited, the animated series then this show might be a decent one for you because it brought back a lot of nostalgic characters that apparently you will be able to recognize. And I say for future episodes, you'll be seeing them again very, very soon. And that's exciting. What I loved about the episode real quick, I loved the soundtrack. There was a particular soundtrack that actually came out and apparently it was from 2010. And normally a soundtrack obviously sets the whole tone of a show or at least a movie, whatever it's played. And this one is from Young Blood from the Naked and Famous. Shout out to them! I really like the song. I'm going to download it now. I really enjoy the soundtrack, and I think the soundtrack is actually going to foreset more tones in terms of each episode when it comes along. The only thing I really hate though is the fact that there are so many episodes that comes on a weekly basis, and I guess it's because I've enjoyed the Netflix shows for so long. Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and so on and so forth. Where it's so much better to just binge watch an entire season. And then you can just continue to go on with it and just take your time with it. I don't know. I just don't like the model of a weekly episodic TV series. I mean, you might be the opposite. But, I don't know. That's neither here nor there. What I also liked was the fact that the cosmic staff itself... ...is a bit of a character. Now, does it speak? Obviously not, but it's a little bit of a fun character and I'm interested to see the chemistry of what it has with the main character and what it has with the sidekick, which by the way, Luke Wilson is in this. As I said, halfway into the show, we get that superhero moment and it does take a while for the show to go into effect. But at the same time, it's a pilot episode, so we'll see what happens after that. Go check out Stargirl right now on DC Universe. It is only 7 dollars for a monthly subscription if you want it. I'm just giving credit to where credit is due. Now, we are going to discuss the Snyder Cut, and that comes up right in a bit. Two and a half years. Two and a half years is a very, very long time for anybody to grasp. Especially when it comes to a film that should have been one of the most epic creations in all of cinema. This was supposed to be a movie that in a way rivaled the Avengers. A movie that brings in the Justice League. The core characters of the heroes that we've seen and that we've been watching since we were fucking babies for God's sake say babies but you know little children you know what I'm trying to say and then there was just so much shit that was going on backstage ever since Warner Brothers brought in Joss Sweden and somewhat fired Zack Snyder this of course in turn Zack Snyder was going through a personal tragedy with the loss of his daughter it was just so many problems that was going into the production of the movie itself aside from the fact that the AT&T deal was going on at the same time where Warner Brothers was trying to strike a deal with AT&T in order to ensure that if they make enough money they could strike a deal and if the deal didn't go through they would have to sell off the Warner Brothers characters therefore in turn certain characters rights would go to whoever was available it would have been a complete shit show it was a mess at the end of the day and then bringing in Josh Whedon to work on Zack Snyder's creation Where it was just this Frankenstein monster where it was a little bit of this and a little bit of that and it just didn't mesh well at all. Some people could even argue that was it Zack Snyder's ultimate creation? Was Josh Sweden's creation? Was he to blame? Was Snyder to blame? And for my personal opinion... It was neither. What it was is it was direct pressures from Warner Brothers to ensure that they could catch up to the Avengers, and it just didn't fucking work. After the botched Batman v Superman, they thought that with the Justice League, it could be better. It could bring in more money, more revenue. Cutting down the time to just two hours to ensure that the movie theater would play it more times. Therefore, if you play a movie majority of the times or more in one day, it would get people to watch. Therefore, making in more money. Well, that plan backfired because a lot of people didn't even watch it. A lot of people were nowhere interested in it. If it wasn't for this, this botched thing, I don't think we would have ever gotten Wonder Woman in its core or Aquaman ...or any of the other future movies like Shazam and Joker or anything else. This botched movie of the Justice League basically was a foretelling... ...and it was just the right motivation to push for other directors... ...and to ensure that Warner Brothers definitely learned from their mistakes. And now, for two and a half years, the epic movement released the Snyder Cut movement... ...to ensure that if Joss Whedon didn't touch it... If Zack Snyder actually finished the cut, that we would be able to see it. Because let's face it, there was a lot of shit that was going wrong technical within the film. What Superman's fucked up face and the the sky was all red and the color tones didn't mesh. And the fact that the editing was choppy and then you brought in certain tones that just didn't mesh well and then Batman was saying oh yeah something's definitely bleeding and the comedy wasn't on point and oh it was just a mess like if Zack Snyder the director for 300 for Man of Steel for Batman v Superman if Zack Snyder had a specific vision in terms of how this movie was going to go there were a lot of diehard fans that was interested and wanted to see it so fucking badly and that's how this movement was made This movement was going on for a very, very long time, and even the cast themselves was also part of the movement because they were pushing hard for the Snyder Cut to be released. And there were a lot of skeptical people, like myself, honestly, and I will admit, I was skeptical about this too, that the Snyder Cut just didn't exist because if it did, why the hell would you wait two and a half years in order to re-release it? So there was definitely a lot of problems that was going on behind the scenes that not even I know about. And on top of that, let's take this at face value just for a moment. Let's say the Snyder Cut does get released and it gets released on HBO Max, which will be launched on May 27th, which is literally the ending of next week, the middle of next week, so to speak, the middle of next week. How exactly is it going to be delivered? Is it going to be delivered by a limited series where you have like it's like its own little mini series where it's like a documentary type thing and you see everything in black and white or you just see pictures of what was going on behind the scenes? Is it going to be like a full-length feature film where we see the movie in its entirety and we actually see it from Zack Snyder's point of view? To me, that doesn't make any sense because I don't believe he actually finished the full production of the film before he was fired and before the tragedy hit in his life. Is it going to be through flashbacks? Is it going to be through cutaway picture shots? There's just so many questions to ask in terms of how this is going to be presented. Now, like I said... This has been going on for two and a half years now, and I'm of the opinion that if they had the Snyder Cut the entire time in order to make up all the revenue that they lost with Batman v Superman and Man of Steel and the Suicide Squad and Justice League, then they definitely would have released this sometime right after Justice League even finished. I would say close to six months to a year if that. So I'm still very skeptical to see if this is actually going to happen. And if it does happen, I'm curious to see how it's going to be presented. But only time will tell. If it is true, and like I said, if we take this at face value, then we're going to have to see what happens after May 27th. If it's going to get released on HBO Max. The fact that the DC Universe did not pick this up or is not being released there definitely makes me more skeptical that the DC Universe is actually going to stay around for a little bit longer because you would think with the streaming service like that in order to gain as much subscribers as possible that they would release something like that onto the streaming service especially when it would have so many fans that claims they want nothing to do with the Snyder Cut would actually go and watch it so at this moment, we're just gonna have to wait and see what happens. If you were part of the Release the Snyder Cut movement, or if you were skeptical about it, I'm quite interested to hear your thoughts about it. I really am. Maybe we can make a little discussion about it. Or, like I said, let's wait until HBO Max comes out, and then if it's part of it, awesome, we'll be ecstatic. And if not, and we just call up on Warner Brothers's bullshit, that's always an option too. I really hope it's the former, not the latter. That's all we have for today on this episode of Outside Comics Volume 2 Podcast. Once again, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are having a lot of listeners now. Let's continue to bring that up. Continue to share, follow, and subscribe. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your loved ones. Let's continue to make this grow. Let's continue to do what we do best. Talk about comic book content. Once again, if you want to reach me, you can hit me up on... OTC Volume 2. Volume is completely spelled OTC Volume 2 on Twitter and Instagram have its own Instagram page. I'm going to have to put up a lot more pictures, though, since I just started the page. But with my sound-absorbing foam actually came in, I'm going to decorate the room a little bit, and I'm going to make it as comic booky as possible. Oh, I'm such a nerd. I can't wait for that. As always, we're going to end this with a superhero quote of the day. And if you guys actually view this person as a superhero, this is from Zack Snyder himself. (laughs) Go figure. When reality is a prison, your mind can set you free. And my reaction to that is, yes, it is our imagination and our minds that could truly save us from what we really want or what we're trying to escape. And Lord knows that I do that every single day of my life. Now it's up to the question, what will I think of next? Could be a great idea. Who knows? Tune in next time for Wednesday nights where we're probably going to talk about more news or probably doing a looking back episode or maybe I'll do something a little different. Eh, we'll see. As of right now, I'm done. I'm through. Peace out.